This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash this is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. And it be Swanson off the glass. Ben Simmons, left-hand jab. He throws it down. Over to J.J. Three ball is good. Reddick drops it home. The Sixers postgame show right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. Back at home, the 76ers get back on track, surviving the Charlotte Hornets in a very physical, at times chippy and scrappy game tonight. 105-103, the final score. Brian Seltzer with you from the center here in South Philly. We're awaiting the arrival at the postgame press conference podium. 76ers head coach Brett Brown. Good one for the Sixers tonight. Why? Because it was a win. The mission for the team tonight, they talked about it yesterday at practice and before the game today, get back to playing hard. They did it. Not a lot of style points, but a win. 105-103. Reddick, Embiid, Covington, big down the stretch. Simmons, more good numbers of the double-double. Here's Brett Brown right now. You know, you look at it, and, and Kemba ends up with 37 points. But what we're looking at is is the, the sort of stats in the second half, the fact that he's 11 for 31, you know, 3 for 15 to get those 37. I thought it was Cubs' best game of the year. Um, I thought that, that he really, he ended up being our bell ringer. He had 10 rebounds along with that. Had that big three to really sort of seal the game. He was very good tonight. Hey, what did you see from Ben tonight? It looked like he was forcing it a little maybe around the rim. Is that, that your takeaway? Um, you know, I think I'm always trying to get him to, to be in attack mode, you know, be proactive. You know, maybe tonight a few times it was four situations, but I still... You know, like his spirit, um, I like his spirit. And it's, it's, it's putting, taking that spirit and putting it in the right environment, trying to help him find those driving lanes and opportunities. You know, we're always challenging him with offensive rebounds. I think he can be incredibly elite, gifted, feature on other teams' scout tapes as a committed sort of offensive rebounder. He had six tonight. I thought that that was the... Uh, that was an excellent part of his game tonight. In general, statistically, you look at it, it wasn't one of his better games, but I think his um, uh, mindset to attack 
is something that, that we want to encourage just in the right environment. Brett, you guys can struggle in the half court at times the way the team is built. How much of a difference does it make for you that you can take Ben out and you still have Markel in the game who can push yeah. the tempo and get you into offense before defense is set up? I think that there's truth to what you just said. And I thought Markel, I thought he was really good tonight. You know, pushing the ball, as you say, in open court. I thought he had a few good finds uh, on Joel. Um, you know, when, when we can get him an early offense, an open court, and he's thinking, attack the rim, get to the paint, and go there to dunk. Like, in the world makes sense. Instead of getting in there to, like, try to pass, I, I want him, and I've told him this, like, Go like you're going to go get 50. Go, go like you're going to dunk everything. And then the world will make sense. You know, the game will speak to you. Preconceived notions on where people are going to be. It doesn't work. Like, put your own thumbprint on, on the rim. Look at the rim. Get to the rim. I thought he did that tonight. And, you know, he helped us. And as you say, when we're struggling trying to find ways to score, we lean on J.J. a lot. And, you know, Joel, to his credit, came in and played you know, played. That, that was that decision was up in the air until the last minute. Uh, we needed Markel to do what he did. How's Joel feeling? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I didn't ask. You know, like probably. You know, he ended up playing almost 37 minutes. That's for me is too much. I don't feel comfortable with that. You know, over the long haul. Um, I, if I had it again, I would have tried to find ways to claw it back. We, 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 got, we got lucky at times. You know, I give our guys credit toward the end, but, uh, you know, J.J. hit a big three, Cove hit a big three, Kemba had that, that sneaky layup over Joel at the end, and we just needed our group. We really needed, like, our, our, our big boys to, uh, to, to bring it home to see this thing through. And some of the 76ers' big boys did just that tonight. 105-103, the final scores. The Sixers get back to 500, back at home, where they've won all three of their games this season. Robert Covington, excellent tonight. I'll say it. I thought he was great. Showed up when it mattered. 18 points, 10 rebounds, 2 steals, 4 block shots, plus 7. That was a game high for the 76ers. 2 of 5 free throws. That at times makes you be like, you know, especially in a game this tight, like, yeah, it would have been nice to see that line, that portion of the line a little bit cleaner. But uh, he was really great. Really the ceiling three-pointer to make it 105-101 with under two minutes to go. And then the defensive possession right after that, he came up with a block shot. Um, so Covington, really, really good all around for the Sixers. Joel Embiid, 27 points and 14 rebounds. He's the first Sixer ever to start a season with six straight 20-point, 10-rebound games. And the final question that we heard Brett Brown respond to was uh, about the condition of Joel. He was questionable, a game-time decision due to um, recovering from a rolled ankle at practice yesterday in Camden. Ben Simmons, 14 points, 12 rebounds, and three assists. He was 5 of 20, however, from the field. The Charlotte Hornets did a really nice job on him defensively, packed the paint, made life a little bit more difficult. J.J. Redick with 15, a big three-pointer that preceded Covington's in the final two minutes. No doubt those two three-pointers on back-to-back possessions, critical to getting the 76ers over the hump.
thought that Dario Sharch started out well, and I agree with Brett Brown. I mean, would I really disagree with Brett Brown? But I, I did feel this way as well watching, and I, I think kind of a lot of fans would say the same too if you watched and filed tonight's game. Markel Fultz, it, it passed the eye test. He was able to get into the lane, created things not only with some very nice scoring plays and layups, but he was able to generate assists and dimes off his drives into the key. So Markel Fultz with 10, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. We'll go over this a little bit more with Tom McGinnis. He is standing by, and we'll get to him next. This is the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, The Fanatic. Seventy Sixers outlast the Charlotte Hornets 105-103. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com down here at the center. Timely three-pointers from J.J. Redick and Robert Covington in the closing minutes helped seal the deal. For a Sixers team that was looking to get back on track, Tom McGinnis, by playing hard, they got the win, and I think you can make the case they certainly did play hard tonight. Oh, no doubt about it. They compete every single night, and again, just to my point, down the stretch, up four, I believe it was... 105, 101, and they had three or four trips where they could have knocked them out of the box and were unable to do it. But uh, as Brett Brown said, Covington did play well overall. I mean, he ended up with, I believe, four steals, two blocks, 10 rebounds, that clutch three, 18 points total. And uh, it's not easy guarding Kemba Walker. That's not a one man proposition. And again, through switching, the Sixers ended up with a beat on him. They made it difficult, and he really struggled from three, uh, had a timely three down the stretch that made things interesting, those two free throws. But the other thing is he was the only Hornet player to score over like a span of 10 minutes in the final quarter. So that's good overall defense by the Sixers, and you got a lot of good play at specific times by a bunch of different Sixers, including Simmons and Fultz and, and Dario and J.J., uh, coming up with that big three down the stretch. Muscala gave you some good minutes. So a nice win. And you could say that the Sixers have beaten the three teams that you would expect them to beat in terms of beating the Magic and the Bulls here earlier. And then tonight, they certainly could have won that game on the road in overtime against Detroit, uh, Milwaukee, and Boston. Not so much with how well they played. And so you're at 500. And as Robert Covington shared with his post game, the Sixers are, and Coach Brown's talked about post-practice in recent days. They're trying to find their rhythm but they still were able to pull it out here tonight. The fact that Embiid played when he was questionable and then he played so well, again, big numbers, points, and rebounds, and protecting the rim was exemplary for the ball club here tonight. I'll be honest. I'm surprised to look down at the final box sheet and see that he only has two blocked shots. To me, it seemed like when you saw guys driving in at that bucket, Embiid was always there all night long. I, I had a... Sorry, but I had a laugh when somebody said, how's Joe doing? Well, first of all, the coach doesn't go over and go, how are you doing, JoJo? But I got to think his ankle's sore. Huh? He just right. played 37 minutes of NBA basketball when he was a question prior to the game. He's probably sore. He's probably got an inflamed ankle right now. But uh, that's what he is. As, as Brett Brown said pregame, you know, he, he's one of the people. He wants to de- uh, deliver for, for the Sixers and for the city. And, uh, yeah, you're right, two blocks. But in, in football, when a, when a – lineman gets to the quarterback they call him a hurry he affected a lot of shots in there and you know you see guys veering away from the basket miles bridges had some real nice moments 14 total three threes but but he took some shots going away from the basket zeller you know like the shot chart we can't really get into it on the radio but you know you look at that restricted areas they've already lowered the basket here brian zeller did not get to the rim like he might have gotten his joe would rotate back on him defensively but he would pull up at least a dribble or two shy 
of the rim. And now he's shooting, say, a 10 or 12 foot runner. That's a way different shot than right at the cup. And he's a six foot 11 player as well. And that really speaks to Joel's defense. And that's what the Sixers. That's what their defense is built on. You start from the rim out, and he is one of the best rim protectors in the game. Sixers over the Hornets, 105-103, back at 500 with a record of 3-3 three and three on the season. Nice to see Robert Covington come through with a quality game for the 76ers, and you alluded to him, Tom, but um, for a team that has really gotten by or not gotten by with consistent output from Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and J.J. Redick for the first five games of the season. Good to see Dario Saric have the type of game that he did, especially in the early going. Absolutely, and uh, made some big shots early. Sixers ended up getting double figures for the game. And, you know, particularly the question was posed to coach, sometimes you struggle in the half court. But those are also times then when the Sixers go to Dario and Dario goes in there and kind of gets a, you know, a lunch pail type of opportunity where he, he bangs into a Marvin Williams or whatever. And he just does so many different things. And, you know, soon I think, you know, these guys are going to start to play well together, find their stride. And, and take off. Now, here we go with Atlanta coming in here. They're, I think they lost tonight as they fell to the Bulls by a dozen at home. But, they, you know, they were 2-2 two and two coming in. So, Trey Young, it's going to be exciting to watch him play. And then you go to Toronto. And the Sixers have fared a little bit better in, re- in the last couple of years. But overall, the Raptors have had a mastery. They're off to the best start in franchise history. So interesting back-to-back for the Sixers, Monday here against the Hawks and Tuesday on the road in Canada. Looking forward to seeing whether or not the 76ers can maintain the momentum they built up tonight at the start of next week. Tom, talk to you then. You got it, Brian. Thank you. Sixers knock off the Charlotte Hornets 105-103. We'll play back some of Tom's highlight calls on the other side. It's the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. 76ers back at home, and it was a nice sight to see hosting the Charlotte Hornets. Even better sight, a positive outcome tonight, and a needed one at that for the Sixers. Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. Let's run through some of Tom McGinnis's highlight calls from tonight. After losing at Detroit and Milwaukee on Tuesday and Wednesday, the Sixers looking to get back to some of their ethos, their identity of competing with an edge, toughness, playing hard. And from the outset, that was clear, embodied by one of their most rugged players. Ben in the lane on Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, who just got in. Mr. Dario with a rebound. He's pushed by Zeller. No call, but Sharik puts it in. Got pushed right in the chest in front of Mark Davis. A two-hand shove in the thoracic cavity. But he did not get the call, but Sharik still scored it. Very impressive anatomical breakdown by our radio man, Tom McGinnis. Keeping the Sixers within two of Charlotte early on. The Sixers then got over the hump with J.J. Redick doing his thing. Under four minutes to go. Redick for three around one man. And he puts it in on Miles Bridges. So J.J. Redick with his second three. The Sixers remain perfect. Four for four from beyond. They go up by five, their largest lead. 24-19 would be a four-point lead in favor of the Sixers after a quarter 32-28. Early on in the second, Joel Embiid imposing his will to keep the Sixers up by two possessions. Charlotte wouldn't go away. Robert Covington was present throughout the evening and especially at this point midway through quarter number two. Devontae Graham, boy, he throws it away. Turnover and a slam coming up by Covington with a right hand. A throwdown. Breakout after the steal. Sixers by five. Covington and Dario each with seven. 
the master deflector transitioning defense into offense. He made sure not to miss on that gem. 46-41 was the score after the dunk, and the Sixers would have a very slender one-point halftime lead of 63-62. to Now, the Hornets, they were the aggressors at the outset of the third quarter. They jumped in front 71-65. to Joel Embiid helped bring the Sixers back. Ben with it, down to Joel. Joel gets a seal. Walker's there. He missed it, and the beat gets it back, and he scores it. The big man on the low post goes up against Cody Zeller. Walker ran underneath. Good feed, and on the second chance, Embiid puts it in six straight by the Sixers. Game is tied at 71, our second tie. But you know what? The Hornets, they kept coming through that third quarter. They were really playing physical, aggressive. They locked down on defense. They led 85-83 going into the fourth. And the fourth started off, fortunately for the Sixers, the bang. Malik Monk on the move in the lane to Zeller. But Fultz comes over and steals it. Sixers with numbers. Fultz leads the break. Fultz keeps it. Jams it. Right-hand slam. Markel Fultz down the lane. Really great play, really great high-energy play at a moment when the 76ers needed one. That made it 87-85, Sixers back in front. It was nip-tuck into the final minutes of the fourth quarter. J.J. Redick trying to unknot a 99 all-time. Joel with it outside the arc. He goes to Redick. Three ball in the air by J.J. Redick. It's good! J.J. Redick knocks it down. There's that combo again. Embiid to Redick. It's the Sixers 102 and Charlotte 99. Sixers dialed the three ball one more time to try and put this game out of reach. And the Sixers lead with a shot by Covington. It's up and good! Robert Covington delivers a triple along the near side. A quick strike three after the Walker layup. And the Sixers increase their lead to four. And the Sixers would end up holding on by two, 105 to 103. The final score. And it was nice. A good one tonight as the Sixers got their record back up to 500 after suffering two losses earlier this week. Looking at some of the final numbers, the Hornets shot just under 39% from the field, the Sixers at 38.5%, Sixers 10 of 28 from outside the arc, the Hornets were 9 of 35. Sixers plus 5 from the free throw line, they owned the glass, they were plus 8 and plus 5 in particular in terms of offensive rebounding. Turnovers were kept down by both teams, 9 for the Hornets and 11 for the 76ers. Individual notes, Kemba Walker, was a tough, tough cover tonight. 37 points. Not the most efficient shooting line. 11 of 31. 3 of 15 from outside the arc. But in the guts of the game, uh, he certainly helped the Hornets jump in front. And he was very, very pesky again in the free throw line where he was 12 of 14 for the game. For the Sixers, all five starters in double figures, plus J.J. Redick in double digits off the bench. Redick had 15. Ben Simmons with 14 points and 12 rebounds for another double-double. Markel Fultz with 10 points, four boards, four assists, just one turnover. Plus two, he was four of nine from the field, also two of two from the free throw line. He was good. He was able to get in the lane, penetrate, and not only score, but set up his teammates as well. Joel Embiid was questionable coming into tonight's game, no question about it. A great box line, 27 points, 14 rebounds, two block shots, and two assists. Just the first sixer ever. Uh, to record six straight 20.10 rebound games to begin a season. Charge was great, especially in the first half, 11 points and seven rebounds. Robert Covington, as Brett Brown said, if you missed the postgame press conference, the Sixers have this tradition inside the locker room where a player rings the bell. Uh, Robert Covington, a deserved bell ringing. 18 points, 10 rebounds. He had two steals, four block shots, a ton of deflections, plus seven, six of 11 from the field, four of seven from outside the arc. Robert Covington, a very fine performance for the Sixers.
Sixers will now wait until Monday. Their next game is against the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta's led this season by former Sixer assistant and defensive guru Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd was an original member of Brett Brown's coaching staff, so it'll be really nice to see him bring Atlanta into South Philadelphia on Monday. Uh, Atlanta did lose tonight. They're now 3-4 and four in the season, but Trey Young, who they acquired in the first round this past June in the draft, is uh, putting up some really big numbers, over 21.5 points per game and 7.5 assists. 7 o'clock game time from the center on Monday. Pre-game coverage beginning just before then on some of our Sixers Radio Network affiliates. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. Dylan McKinnon and Carl Namoli back at the studio. Marty Dickerson here. Now for the ready voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. And final time, the final score from South Philadelphia. 76ers 105 and the Charlotte Hornets 103. Have a great rest of your Saturday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.